0: to an infinitesimally tiny speck should be termed an ascent, the most glorious intellectual climb. Of course, I also recognize that there are many who have struggled and continue to struggle with such a dizzying physical relegation. John Updike once wrote that astronomy is what we have now instead of theology. The terrors are less, but the comforts are nil. For me, the choice between fear and elation is a matter of perspective, and it is a central aim of this book to make the case for elation. This may appear at first sight to be a difficult challenge. The very title, Human Universe, appears to demonstrate an unjustifiable solipsism. How can a possibly infinite reality be viewed through the prism of a bunch of biological machines temporarily inhabiting a moat of dust? My answer to that is that Human Universe is a love letter to humanity because our moat of dust is the only place where love certainly exists. This sounds like a return to the anthropocentric vision we held for so long, and which science has done so much to destroy in a million humble cuts. Perhaps. But let me offer an alternative view. There is only one corner of the universe where we know for sure that the laws of nature have conspired to produce a species capable of transcending the physical bounds of a single life and developing a library of knowledge beyond the capacity of a million individual brains which contains a precise description of our location in space and time. We know our place, and that makes us valuable, and at least in our local cosmic neighbourhood, unique. We don't know how far we would have to travel to find another such island of understanding, but it is surely a long, long way. This makes the human race worth celebrating, our library worth nurturing, and our existence worth protecting. Building on these ideas, my view is that we humans represent an isolated island of meaning in a meaningless universe and I should immediately clarify what I mean by meaningless. I see no reason for the existence of the universe in a teleological sense. There is surely no final cause or purpose. Rather, I think that meaning is an emergent property. It appeared on earth when the brains of our ancestors became large enough to allow for primitive culture, probably between three and four million years ago, with the emergence of Australopithecus in the Rift Valley. There are surely other intelligent beings in the billions of galaxies beyond the Milky Way, and if the modern theory of eternal inflation is correct, then there is an infinite number of inhabited worlds in the multiverse beyond the horizon. I am much less certain that there are large numbers of civilizations sharing our galaxy, however, which is why I use the term isolated. If we are currently alone in the Milky Way, then the vast distances between the galaxies probably mean that we will never get to discuss our situation with anyone else. We will encounter all these ideas and arguments later in this book, and I will carefully separate my opinion from that of science, or rather, what we know with a level of certainty. But it is worth noting that the modern picture of a vast and possibly infinite cosmos, populated with uncountable worlds, has a long and violent history and the often visceral reaction to the physical demotion of humanity lays bare deeply held prejudices and comfortable assumptions that sit, perhaps, at the core of our being. It seems appropriate, therefore, to begin this tour of the human universe with a controversial figure whose life and death resonates with many of these intellectual and emotional challenges. Giordano Bruno is as famous for his death as for his life and work. On the 17th of February, 1600, his tongue pinioned to prevent him from repeating his heresy, which recalls the stoning scene in Monty Python's Life of Brian when the admonishment You're only making it worse for yourself, is correctly observed to be an empty threat. Bruno was burned at the stake in the Campo dei Fiori in Rome, and his ashes thrown into the Tiber. His crimes were numerous and included heretical ideas such as denying the divinity of Jesus, It is also the opinion of many historians that Bruno was irritating, argumentative, and not to put too fine a point on it, an all-round pain in the arse. So many powerful people were simply glad to see the back of him. But it is also true that Bruno embraced and promoted a wonderful idea that raises important and challenging questions. Bruno believed that the universe is infinite, and filled with an infinite number.